Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. From the Clark Ford Studio in Oxford, Mississippi, MBW Digital proudly presents the Oxford Exxon Podcast. I'd say thanks for tuning in, but why am I going to give you a round of applause for something you're supposed to do, to be frank? And now, here are your hosts, Chase Parm. And broadcast school has really paid off. And Neil McCready. I deserve to be on TV. Welcome into this uh, Wednesday edition of the Oxford Exxon Podcast. Chase Parm, Neil McCready, Clark Ford Studio this uh, morning. More uh, quarterback talk today. It's focused on Kayla Williams, what he may or may not be doing. Another school, a Big Ten school, potentially in the mix for uh, Mr. Williams. So, uh, as the world turns, as we continue our soap opera theme, that Ole Miss and Arkansas basketball tonight, 6 o'clock from the Pavilion. Ole Miss coming off a double-digit win over Florida on Monday night. So, quick turnaround for the Rebels tonight against the Rested Razorbacks, and then they get uh, Kansas State on Saturday in the SEC Big 12 Challenge. Sorry, I I don't know what year it is because they alternate. One year it is the SEC Big 12 Challenge. The next year it's the Big 12 SEC Challenge. I I do uh, not know which is which. I was today years old when I learned about that. You did not know that? I did not. No, I will. (laughs) That is a piece of information that I will take and – Forget immediately. <laughs> I will put that in the delete pile. Things that happen in conference rooms that have no bearing on anything else, where both of them go, you know what, we want to be first. Yep. We go, you know what, we'll alternate. Where the hell was the guy that just raised his hand and goes, who the F cares? Like, why are we... Why are At we... some point, you think somebody flexing the SEC goes, y'all can go. Yeah, whatever. I don't care. It's January basketball. It's cool. Whatever, that's fine. Henry's guys. Podcast brought to you in part, or brought to you every day, not really in part. Our title sponsor, the Oxford Exxon, Highway 6 West in Oxford. They will take care of you with uh, some free gas. By doing that, you can uh, just go stop into the pump, any uh, tank here, a Blue Sky tank in Mississippi. Take a picture of the QR code, the immediate 1,000 points with the Exxon mobile app. 1,000 points equals $10, including at the tank you were filling up at the time. So take advantage of that. It's a clean, convenient store. As good a gas prices as you will find, and much more, including lunch specials, five sixty nine, two sides bread, thirty two ounce drinks here in Oxford, up and down I fifty five, and some throughout North Mississippi as well. So Blue Sky will take care of you in that way. And again, completely from the Clark Ford Studio. We are Clark Fords in Amory, Mississippi. Six six two two five seven nineteen hundred is that number. Call it. Ask for uh, our friend Corey Clark. Tell Corey what Ford product you're looking for. He'll send you a quote within fifteen minutes and business hours. Right to the bottom line. No hassle, no haggle. You get your quote. The rest is up to you. You can shop that quote around. You can do what I've done, what I recommend that uh, you do. And that's hopping to a Clark Ford today. You'll love the product. You'll love the service. Um, we're having a little issue with one of ours today. People at Clark Ford coming to get it, take it back to look at it, bring in a replacement car. The whole deal. That's what they'll do for you, too. 662-257-1900. Guest, join us on the Rafters Music and food, Hotline Rafters Music and Food on the Square in Oxford. Great place to grab a burger or a po' boy, appetizers, beer selection, uh, full bar, and more. They're at Rafters on the Square and also Rafters in New Albany. We forgot that uh, 
you would think I would remember this. To put Sean Payton in the thing too. Saints coach stepping down. Oh yeah, sixteen yeah. years. So. We can talk about it, even though it's not in the thing. Well, are we allowed? We, yes. It doesn't have to be in the thing. That's the rules. We did not put the soap opera stuff in the thing yesterday. It was not in the thing. That's true. And it happened anyway. It led the show. It did. Uh, Caleb Williams, I guess. Is that what you want to do? Sure. It's going to the Big Ten. So what do you know about it? It's Big Ten, baby. Well, he would be very fast in that league. That's true. Um, it's what we do in the Big Ten. We just stack up elite quarterbacks oh, and yes. go play. It's what we do week after week. Turn on a Big Ten game, and you're going to see great quarterback play. So is it Bill Embody? Was that who first had it yesterday? I think I saw. Who? Reporter. Like, was it Bill Embody? Wasn't that the person who had it? Sure. Does that sound good for you? Give we'll me. give Bill credit. How about that? Now, whether it was or wasn't, Bill's our guy on yeah. this one. Uh, big day for Mr. and Mrs. Embody to hear Bill's name come up so on the big show. Wisconsin hiring guy close to Kayla Williams. Um, A trainer from Maryland. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Um, some people think that that is going to be what sends Caleb Williams to Wisconsin. I guess my question for you is, do you buy that, or do you think this is more smokescreen before he ultimately ends up with fight on anyway? Ooh, um, I don't know. A lot of kind of credible people seem to be buying it. I got a text about it yesterday from someone about it. Um, it's the kind of thing that makes sense in today's environment. The whole, well, Wisconsin doesn't run a passing. It doesn't matter. None of that stuff matters. You can go to the NFL from Wisconsin in the same way you can go to the NFL from USC. None, none of, okay for Russell Wilson. Yeah, nobody cares. None of, none of that stuff matters. And frankly, kids don't think about that stuff. They'll give you that quote, but th- that's not real. You know, so it's relationships. He's tight with the guy that's transferring, I think, from Maryland to Wisconsin. Um, yeah, something like that. I don't know. Makes sense. It makes as much sense as anything else. Look, it's possible that he can't go to USC and they're not wanting that publicized. Can't go. It's possible that he can't go. That they're dead to rights on Because tampering. of the tampering. Remember the the kids from Mississippi State that wanted to come to Ole Miss? Mm-hmm. Uh, Peyton and Lovett. Oh, I'm impressed. Isn't that right? Sure. Yeah. Neither one came. Why? Because they couldn't. Literally. Literally couldn't. Ole Miss determined it's... Mm, it was not worth the risk. Can't, well, yeah, and then there's, an NCAA, there's a nugget this morning that there's fallout from that. Still to this day, involving a, a potential transfer. That's at rebelgrove.com, by the way, where a subscription is the same price today as it was when uh, Columbus discovered the new land. It's exactly the same price now as it was then. Hasn't gone up. Inflation? It does if, not exist. If you ask Joe Biden about rebelgrove.com, rivals.com inflation, he will look straight into his mic and say inflation? Oh, Jones and Lovett, not Payton. Sorry. I thought it was Javante Payton off the top of my head. It wasn't. Say it was Gary Jones. You I got Lovett right. You did. He'll say yeah, one you, of two. You dumb son of a bitch. Yeah. That's what he'd say. And he'd be right. There's no inflation at Rivals.com. So you can get that information at uh, RebelGrove.com. It's pinned on the message board. I already have uh, several updates today. Um, Maybe Caleb Williams just really, really likes like those racing Kringles. Maybe he likes Culver's. Maybe, you know what, there's just some Wisconsin 
stuff that Caleb goes, you know what? I'd like to be surrounded by that every day. Those cheese curds are really good. Yeah. From Culver's? Well, just, just in, in general. In Wisconsin yeah, yeah. in general, and the brats and stuff. Yeah. Now, look, it's a way to get pretty fat in a hurry, but the food's good. You like German food, kind of? It's all right. Yeah, I, I generally kind of I mean, like I'm it. not going to get off into sauerkraut very often. No. But, but, I mean, a good brat's good. I mean, yeah, a good brat. Nothing wrong with a beer and no, a good brat now. Not. I mean, yeah. you know, there's, there's, a, there's a time and a place for that. So, yeah. Do you think that's possible? Yeah. I think it's possible that there's been documented tampering involving Caleb Williams, and he just can't go. And then I think it's possible that USC is going, hey, look. We're just playing everybody. You here. don't have to be here till Friday. Let's put some stuff out. Why don't we talk about LSU? Why don't we talk about Wisconsin? Well, Caleb's not talking about any of these places. They're just leaking crap all over the free world. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. The last day to drop ad at USC and be in the in class is it's Friday. And I know people say, well, you can get around that. My question would be, do you want to try to get around that? Well, I guess that? that was the point. If you know where you're going, why are you trying to get around that? Yeah, why would you want to get around that? Why would you want to create an issue for compliance to have to dig into because you don't want academic you don't want academic fraud hanging over you so why would you do that i mean if you could get him in class by friday right where he's eligible and he goes through the spring and nobody can question anything yeah of course it's illegitimate and he's taking like underwater basket weaving but Whatever. it's understood I mean, how many of these guys that are criminal justice majors are actually going into criminal justice? Small percentage. Small percentage. I mean, it's, it's why when people do the thing about academics and stuff, when, when the kid shows up for a Power 5 school and he says, you know, I think I want to major in mechanical engineering, they spend the next hour talking him out of it. You're majoring in football. It's why I have no problem with them getting paid. You're not... Actually, in many cases, pursuing an academic endeavor that's going to result in a meaningful degree. So you, But you'd want to get them in. You wouldn't want to create those issues. So if Caleb Williams is not enrolled by the end of the day at USC, something's up. Because you don't play with fire if the option of not playing with fire is available. Right? Hey, you can grab a slice of pizza from this right here and nothing's going to happen to your hand. Or you can grab a slice of pizza from from this right here and there's a decent chance that you're going to have to head to the hospital with third-degree burns. Which do you choose? Uh, I'll take the no burns, thanks. I mean, I try to have some adrenaline every day. So let's, um, <sighs> PWL says it's Oklahoma out of the dart race. I don't hear anything from Oklahoma and Dart, but frankly, I don't hear anything of anybody. I still think they are coming to Ole Miss. If you told me to put a gun to my head right now and predict, I would still say Ole Miss is where these kids are going to end up. I would too. I think they have told Oklahoma that – I don't think they've told Oklahoma they're out of it. But Oklahoma has stopped talking about them, really. Yeah. Well, they're recruiting – I mean, like you and I talked about yesterday, they're recruiting a pretty talented quarterback room. They're probably to the point where if Jackson Dart comes, great. If he doesn't come, okay. I mean, they've committed 
and signed pretty good quarterbacks. I mean, they're okay. They got Dylan Gabriel's on campus. They've got the freshman coming in that they're excited about. They just got a pretty big commitment from the 2023 quarterback. Is that the Arnold kid? Yeah, Jackson Arnold. Everything's good. If Caleb Williams ends up elsewhere, it does at least grind mentions they can end up back at SC. I mean, that does bring that into the equation for Jackson Dart. I still don't really understand how that makes sense for Michael Trigg, but that makes sense for Jackson Dart as an option. To go back to USC? Sure. Not, they don't have a quarterback at that point. I mean, he's still got a place in L.A. It'd be pretty simple. Saves his transfer. And he saves the get-out-of-jail-free card mm-hmm. for another day. Yeah, so I would still bet Ole Miss. I still think Ole Miss. But I would too. Again, time's just ticking and ticking and ticking and ticking. I mean, Ole Miss is a couple days away from their Monday is their last drop ad day on the 31st. Time. But it takes a minute. Mason Brooks talked about that with Neil a little bit. I mean, there there's a minute to it. it it's, not, it's not a it's not a, a day. Mason said it took several days. You're transferring stuff from school to school. I mean, that, that I mean, look, they'll cut through the red tape to get it done for transfers, but it does take a minute. Today's Wednesday. I would think if there's not some movement by the end of the day tomorrow here, there's a little bit of. And I know a lot of panic's people, not the right word, but you got to start wondering if that's the case. You got to start wondering what the deal is. And I think. When people get uneasy and they get anxious and time goes on and on and on, and we talk about something's always going to fill the vacuum when there's no information, it defies logic that Ole Miss is sitting there and just find, not finding a way to get these kids into school. Like, it defies every ounce of logic imaginable that there's just, oh, well, they've got this little thing and it's a technicality and Ole Miss won't fix it. I mean, come Kids get eligible. Kids get in unless there is a really real reason for something. And you got to be careful if there's a really a reason. I'm not saying there is. I have no freaking idea. But if there is a real reason, you can't just hit a button. You, I mean, it, 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 there's monitoring to these things. There, there, there are different things here. So, feels like you're referencing something specific. I'm just a little. I, I, well, I don't know. Um, I, I, there's a lot of rumors out there that Ole Miss is just doing something in admissions or enrollment or different things that are just blocking Michael Trigg and preventing him. It's like, it's not. That doesn't logically make sense. I mean, it just does not make sense. Right. Um, I mean, if something is actually in that in that in that standpoint, it, it's it's got to be legitimate, or at least something that takes some time to work out. They are not just neglecting one of the top ten transfers in the country from getting into school, like that. That that that, that, that they're not. That's not I, the way. I wouldn't think. It just doesn't make sense. Um. So we'll see. My opinion. I don't think it's NIL related. I don't. Um, no, at this point, you every, know, you know what the deal is. Everybody sort of has their NIL deals quote on the table. I do think there is some confusion, not not and not with these guys specifically, but in general, I think there is some confusion out there about how NIL works among players. Yeah, real quick, Rebel Fan sixty nine says didn't make sense for Jordan Wilkins either. No, well, that was a complete and utter catastrophe. But that was not enrolling somebody into school. It was an advisor screwing up and should have been let go or whatever happened. I mean, that that cannot happen. I mean, that that should have caused multiple heads to roll. But 
this is not necessarily the way that, I mean, this is more of a paperwork issue in a different way, but yeah, no, that's a good point. I mean, I understand the skepticism. I, I, I get it because the Wilkins thing, I mean, frankly, looking back, that's one of the top two or three amazing things that actually happened in a, in a, in a program over the last 15 years. I mean, that was wow. But yeah, that was a wild day. Yeah, that was a wild day. Um, but yeah, that was it's a little different situation, and frankly, I think Ole Miss is a little better right now in some of those ways. Um, anyway, go ahead. Sorry, confusion on NIL. Yeah, there's just there's guys out there that don't understand that NIL doesn't kick in until you are enrolled. Yeah, and it's frustrating. Guys are like getting angry about it and at different places and saying, "Well, I'm not enrolling until I have my NIL money." Champ, you can't have an NIL deal until you are enrolled. That's leading to some frustration among people, especially handlers, which I find amusing. Handlers are really, you know, typically pretty sticky about paperwork and things. Well, and they've overpromised. And so you've got to do your transfer with, you got to trust. And if you have trust issues, that's a problem. Trust issues. Because you can't get the money until you're enrolled and the paperwork is filed. I mean, you can, but it's not NIL. Mm. So it's my theme that everyone gets tired of me saying, except for I've had a handful of people say, keep saying it. It's not NIL unless it's NIL. And if it's not NIL, it's cheating. Except in, instead of the old way that people cheated, it's documented in public cheating. Yes, you're documenting that you're cheating. Yes. It's actually the worst scenario. You're actually providing the NCAA with, hey, you should start your investigation right here. Yes. And then talk to him and him, and you wrap this thing up. And everything that was given is an improper benefit. Pretty simple. It's either NIL or it's not. There's no steps to it. Ole Miss is definitely still involved in the portal outside of Trig and Dart. Um, they're going to stay involved in the portal through at least late spring. Um, yeah. I, I expect at least four or five more guys. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to stick with my number of six. Six, six dudes. Okay. Six more guys join after. Six more. Six more guys are enrolling late May, early June, whenever the first summer term starts. Hey, look, there's some simplicity to the black market. I mean. Well, and there's still a black market. Well, yeah, that doesn't go away. Black markets don't just erase once more legislation comes in. But, they change. But there's less eagerness on the part of boosters to participate in the black market. Because they can do it legally. When you can do it legally and everybody can go, hey, man, I appreciate you doing this for yeah. School X. Yeah. As opposed to being the guy that becomes booster number seven in, in a letter of allegation. Yeah. It's easier to just be the guy that does it legally. Whatever. Yeah. Still purposes for all of it. But, but one's, one's more palatable. More socially acceptable. Is that? Yeah, I mean, yeah, sure. One's legal and you don't have to worry about it. Mm-hmm. The other is subterfuge and you have to be super quiet. And 
worrying when NCAA calls you and having to hire an attorney and being disassociated and all of those things, which would you choose? You choose the easier one. Yeah. Fascinating. But the, but some of the kids, it's not really the kids, it's the people around the kids are like, no, 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 until we have our money. And so you have this deal. It's led to I would assume that over 50% of the players that are negotiating NIL deals are not aware of the tax ramifications that will, are going to come from it. Yeah, I would think so. I would Now, I know that at Ole Miss, for example, there has been some education yes. in that regard where people involved in it have at least talked all sides, yeah, yeah, at least right. talked to the athletes about, hey, now look. This is what this means. You you're going to get a 1099 or a W9 or whatever, and and welcome to the real world where yeah. Uncle the Sam, man's going to take his a little bit. The yeah, man's yeah. going to take his cut. Yeah, exactly. We will uh, continue in a second. Does that second. apply to handlers, by the way? Do they do they have to pay taxes on their cut? I don't think they get issued the 1099. Really? Yeah. What if you launder the money through like a Baptist church? How does that work? Does that... If you launder the money through... Well, that makes it tax-exempt, I think. Okay. Well, it's just kind of... The better question is, if the handler is offered a portion of the NIL proceeds, mm. does he get gross or net amount? So, like, do you preemptively take out the taxes that you would have to pay on the percentage that you're providing to the handler? Oh, it's a good question. So, is the handler getting pre-taxed on their NIL and if he's not pre-taxed, then you are required as an athlete to send him a 1099. <laughs> right? It's like such the Saturday Night Live skit. I mean, it is a perfect SNL skit in the in, in the sports world. It's just 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 just, just terrific. So. Lord. Anyway. All right. Podcast brought to you in part by G&M Pharmacy. G&M. They're on South Lamar in Oxford. 662-236-2222. They deliver locally in the Oxford area and they offer MedSync to your prescriptions the same day each month and take care of you. Also, they are there on the square in Holly Springs with Tyson Drugs. And they have right-way meds that individually package your medication for those who need that extra stuff that can save lives in some instances. So whatever you need, G&M, your community pharmacy, can help you out. Again, that is 662-236-2222. We're brought to you by Bell & Grove, based out of Chattanooga, Tennessee. Uh, Daryl Oliver and Evan Dial built Bell & Grove. It's a logistics provider with more than 35 years of transportation industry experience. Bell & Grove specializes in domestic freight movement throughout the continental U.S. Bell & Grove can navigate through supply chain issues while also leaning on their partner carriers to get the most competitive rate possible for their customers. In addition, Bell & Grove can help customers design a custom solution for their shipping needs. Whether your business is in need of moving a truckload, a partial shipment, or a flatbed, Bell & Grove can accommodate you. They also provide both air and ground expedited services for customers who need to move product quickly. For more information, call Daryl Oliver at 865-672-6557. Don't just accept what you see, but imagine something new. Step forward, chase after a better version of yourself. Every day, Corinth Dental is helping people reinvent themselves. One smile at a time, Dr. Bubba McQueen, Dr. Jenny Beth Hendrick, are devoted to restoring and enhancing the natural beauty of your smile using conservative state-of-the-art procedures, including Invisalign. 
These clear aligners are the virtually invisible way to improve your smile. So call Corinth Dental today for a no-cost digital scan of your teeth. Let them show you the way to a straighter, healthier smile. 12 months, no interest, no down payment financing available at CorinthDental.com. We're brought to you by The Rogue. The Rogue is your destination for fine men's clothing. Their stylist hand-select pieces from top designers. From work to lifestyle to nightlife, there's something for everyone at The Rogue. All the best items from Peter Millar, Martin Dingman, Jack Victor, Halsey, True Grit, and more. 4450 I-55 North in Jackson or therogue.com. What are your goals for 2022? Does your company need hard-to-find talent to meet those goals? Maybe you are uh, personally seeking a career change. Let this be your year to make the change, and your first step needs to be to contact Service Specialist Employment Agency. They're the oldest employment agency in Mississippi, and they recruit in all industries. Remember, there's nothing to lose by reaching out. There's no cost to you as a candidate, and everything is kept confidential. Service Specialist wishes you and your company a successful 2022. You can contact Service Specialist at 662-832-5138. And I've got a mailbag up at rebelgrove.com. It's brought to you by Whitney McNutt, Tommy Morgan Incorporated Realtor, serving you for all your real estate needs in Oxford and Tupelo. Whitney sells condos, land, commercial, and residential family homes, and you can reach her at 662-567-2573 or 662-842-3844. I guess also brought to you by Nick's Tan and Associates. Nickstanoxford.com is the website, 662-281-1200. Fleet Weiss of Keith Graham and their team of associates will help you out locally here in Oxford, the buy side, the sell side of real estate. Whenever it's time for your next home or to sell your current home, they can help you out. So a name you can trust, you can click their link right there in my message board signature with Nick's Tan. Or again, go to nickstanoxford.com, 662-281-1200. One two zero zero. Yeah, you got um got a mailbag up. Anything uh, you found interesting? Uh, I don't even remember. Kind of did it catatonically. A little bit. Kind of out of it. Yeah, a little bit. Just scattered. You didn't pick Burrow as your quarterback if you were starting a franchise. Out of that group. No, you would I, take him over pretty much anybody else. That, I would that probably take him over anybody other than Mahomes and Allen. And I might take him above Allen if I had to really think about it. I'd probably take Mahomes today. Burrow just has the knee thing, so you that would be the one strike. Because you got to find a knock somewhere on all of them. Yeah, I mean, you're talking about – I mean, look, if you told me, hey, you're stuck with Justin Herbert, okay, cool, I'm good. Yeah. We, we can make that work. Yeah, I mean, those are four. Yeah, if somebody goes, hey, you got Josh Allen, you'll go, ah, oh, damn it. Oh, yeah, I mean, like, it's, like it's, I ended uh, up going against Allen because I said he does kind of lean on his feet a little bit. But he's a big boy. I mean. He's a truck. I mean, I mean he runs over defensive backs. I mean, he knocks defensive backs in the NFL out of games. Yeah. He does need to calm that down a little bit. Yeah, I mean, you, you don't want to take on linebackers too often in the NFL as a quarterback, but. Josh looks like God was good to him when he was going through the assembly line. Yeah, yeah. He got a, he got a little more than some. Yeah, it's kind of like when Dawson knocks. I've seen Dawson at the gym, and you're like, this is just not fair. <laughs> I mean, You went through twice. Like, yeah, this is wrong. <laughs> like, So when you went through the first time, did you have like a fast pass, or what did you do? Because you, yeah, that's just, yeah. I do think the knock on, knock on Mahomes is you have to deal with his brother. 
I do, I, I do think it's a very valid no, thing. And his, and his crazy ass wife. Yeah, I, I do think that's actually very valid. That, that that might be the thing that pushes it over. Can you imagine how much he looks forward to road trips? When the Chiefs are like, hey, we're going on the road to Baltimore. He's like, road? No wives, right? She's nuts. Like, you know, he goes home to her and he's like, I make how many million? All right, what would it cost? Just give me a price. Let's talk about it. Yeah. When you mean half, do you mean half forever or just like for right now? <sighs> I'm sorry, I was reading through the stream for a second. Uh, she asking about Caden Costa. I, they are appealing. They are trying. I have not heard any updates on that. I don't like his case, um, unless there's something I'm unaware of, but we'll see. I mean, the, predicting NCAA decisions, you, you would go broke quickly doing that, so mm-hmm. who the hell knows. But there has not been a, a, a decision or a justification off that one way or the other that I'm aware of, so I don't uh, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not sure on that one. Um Asking about Sean Payton, Dennis Allen. I, I really do. I mean, barring a surprise, I do think Dennis Allen is going to be the next head coach of the Saints, the current defensive coordinator. Um, you don't think it's Lane Kiffin? I do not think it's Lane Kiffin. I think it's <laughs> Dennis Allen. Um, they'll talk to people. I mean, look, I could be M- Mickey Loomis. All right, hold up. Yeah, but yeah, what? Jay says that Mahomes and that Tiffany or whatever her name is are not married yet. Why? Is I he, have no idea. Why is he... I mean, why? Are you bothered now? Yeah, because now you're voluntarily spending time with her. That's insane. I mean, you're kind of stuck with the brother because family and stuff. Although Aaron Rodgers says, no, you're not. That's all right. (laughs) You don't choose your family. Aaron's like, I don't. I'm done. I've fulfilled my obligations. Because <laughs> on like the hot axis, one to ten, like Kyle Wilson is saying, where does she fit on the crazy hot axis index? On the hot, she's not she's not a ten. And frankly, she's so crazy that you start finding the flaws physically. Because on the on the on the one to ten crazy, she's she's ten. They had their first child together February 20th, 2021. Um, he's been dating her since high school. He proposed on September 1st, 2020. So he proposed on September 1st, 2020, and they're still engaged? That's correct, yes. As, according to Wikipedia. So he's got to take care of the child, but he doesn't owe her half because he's not married. No. I wonder if she would argue that they're common, common law married and therefore deserving of benefits. Yeah, so on on the yeah, she's like a five or six. And on the crazy, she's like a twelve. Which puts her in You're more familiar with her than I am. I've puts I've her in the, totally this. the no go zone. I've I've avoided this 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 thing. I mean you know that hot that crazy hot thing is so accurate. And the guy does the scale. Yeah, yeah he does the scale. the scale thing. I mean she, she's she's in the area of, you know, 
slash your tires, key your car, break into your apartment with the key, and yeah. <laughs> we'll monitor that as time goes on. Um, Sorry. No, you're good. I. It's easy. I mean, somebody asking the thread. Do I see a huge fallback from Sean Payton? Look, Sean Payton's one of the best coaches in the NFL. So, yeah, there. I mean, it's not a good day when he leaves your franchise no, by of any stretch not. of imagination. Now, look, he is going to coach again, and he's not going to coach a franchise that's not the Saints. Um, I think that is pretty clear for most people as well. Um, he's going to go spend a year doing TV. He admitted that essentially yesterday. He said he was not sure exactly what his plans are, but he's not ruling out that being a coach in the future. So he's going to coach the Cowboys in two years. He's going to do. That's, going to do, that's my worry. Yeah, that's the that's the that's the struggle bus of this situation. Yes, that that, that that's what has me a little worried. Um, that's fair. Um, he's got two years yet to do television. Two years before the Saints can let yeah, him. Yeah, twenty twenty four is the first season he can coach again. That is what I understand. Yeah. Yeah. He'll do great on television. Like his press conference yesterday was very, very good because he lets his guard down. Yeah, sure. He was. I mean, yeah. He had a. I'll tell you what he reminded me of, and I'm, I mean, I'm just not done with the conversation from the Saints standpoint, but just in general, he was so at ease yesterday because it was over. Yeah. He were you weren't there. It reminded me so much of Andy's press conference when he talked when he had retired or when he was leaving yeah. and quitting that day when. I mean, almost instantly from the day or two before when you saw him and there's all this stress and this panic and this worry, and he's just uh, he's just cracking jokes and hanging out, and it's like, whew. Yeah. I mean, it really was very, very similar from that standpoint. I had um, talked to him the day before that, so I was aware of the mindset. The stress and the, the things that were potentially yeah. going on there. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that was the funniest. That was a funny Andy day. He goes, hey, have you published your 10 thoughts yet? I was like, no. You writing about basketball? Yeah. Don't write it. Why? <laughs> <laughs> Why? Yeah, he, he's like, uh, "What are you writing?" I'm like, "That it's kind of probably time for a change." He goes, "Yeah, don't write that." I'm like, "Well, why not?" And he goes, "I'm, I'm, I'm announcing." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can say all that now. It was, hey, I can't be the guy that tells you this. Yeah, yeah. You got to go find this elsewhere. Uh-huh. I'm like, Andy, I've got jury duty tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you almost got arrested for being on your phone. So, like, yeah, I mean, yeah, that was... bailiff guy comes over and goes, You have to get off your phone. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> it's a true story. I can't. And he looked at me like, Wait, excuse me? I'm like, No, no, I, I can't right now. <laughs> Hey, Judge, I need five minutes. Just, just yeah. five minutes. Yeah. Like, or you can kick me out of here right now, and I'm good with that too. Yeah. Uh, it was funny. Um, look, Dennis Allen has been around a long time. Um, I think it's a good fit for him. I mean, I, I don't think he would have fit everywhere, but I think you keep a ton of culture, you keep a ton of continuity. They already had. I mean, the offensive coordinator is not changing. I mean, it's not Peyton, but they're still a very clear. But frankly, they don't necessarily need a very clear system right now. They don't even know who the quarterback is. I mean, it's it's the right it's the right time for all of the changes to just go. Okay, what is our next identity for the next five eight years? Like, what does this look like now that this is over? Because Peyton did a hell of a job getting that team to where they got them at nine and eight or whatever they were this season. I mean, that that was remarkable because yeah. they had no quarterback after Jameis got hurt. I mean, they laid on defense. They had injuries 
probably has rivaled any team in the in the in the in the, in the league as far as who was hurt. Um, it feels like there will be a definite change of attitude around the place. I think it will get a little calmer. You know, Peyton always kind of kept everybody kind of gruff and like whatever, whatever. I think I think it chills out a little bit. I don't know if that's bad or good, and we'll see. It also shows you that Gail Benson knew the answer the day before when she was asked the question. Yeah, and just went, right, whatever. Yeah, okay, we'll let him do it. And I'm I'm not going to lie to you, so I'm just going to give you a no answer here today. Um, so he's going to Fox, right? I have no idea. Aikman's going to Amazon or something. Oh, really? So he's taking his place. Something like that. Yeah, Jay makes a good point though. That it is the point now with Peyton gone and everything going on. They have been transferring the balance, and it is due. So you're they're in a weird spot because you have the new coach, you don't have a quarterback, but you have a championship defense in a way. Yeah. But you have no salary cap. So like, what are you? Are, are you just fire selling and starting over, or what are you? What are you doing at this point? Well, I mean, you have built up the credit card debt to a point where you got to figure it at out. At some point, you have to eat it. Yeah, and I think now's the time. Rookie quarterback solves a lot. Rookie quarterback solves a lot. You probably have to trade some pieces. You got to get younger. There's a rebuild coming. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just is. You can't. In the NFL, you can rebuild quickly if you do it right. Cincinnati says hello. Yeah, sure. You can rebuild quickly. But it's probably time. The NFL is set up for quick rebuilds if you're good. The NFL is, is built on the, the, the model is completely built on parity. Yeah. One million percent. Now, some organizations just aren't smart enough. Hello to the Giants. To, to do that. But. Yeah, it, no number one receiver, not much speed at receiver. It's a, it, there's, there's stuff. But they could trade some people and unload some, unload some players. They could take on, they could get some picks. They could get younger in a hurry. It's just hard. Draft picks are such commodities. It's also to get rid of cap space when you look, pull up where they have trouble with the cap. You're getting rid of your all pros. Right. I mean, you're, you're saying we're out. Because you, you're trading those offensive linemen and you're trading Tamara. That's pro- probably what I would do if I were them right now. I'd tear down some of the walls. Get to make the repairs at cheap because you're going to have a rookie quarterback. The rookie quarterback's not winning for the first couple of years anyway. So. And frankly, I'm not playing him much in the first year. I'm going to go out and get a Nick Foles type guy. And go, go suck. We're going to go four and fourteen, four and thirteen, or whatever, and we're going to get a top five pick. We're going to trade some pieces for some top picks, franchises that are a piece away, and there's a bunch of those right now. Yeah, like you could call the AFC teams that are in this mix, right? Hey, Alvin Kamara. Yeah. So here's what I'm offering to you. I'm offering to you the piece that's going to get you over the hump right now. In exchange for your future. In a league where the NFL stands for, the F and the L stands for for long. Mm-hmm. And they'll go for it. And you can accumulate pieces. And before you know it, you're the you're the team that has seven picks in the first 60 picks. And you, if you trust your scouting and you trust your people, before you know it, you look up and you have this dynamic young Buffalo Bills team. Yeah, that's ready, that's ready to contend. And that's what... If I were advising the Saints, I would say this is going to suck. People are going to get unhappy. We're not in the best market for this. 
But this is what That's I would. True. But this is what I would recommend. Yeah, frankly, the pales are a drain on finances. There with the Benson family too. Yeah, that is that is true. Yeah, the Saints are sixty million over cap. They're not just a little over cap. They're yeah, sixty. They're million so over far cap. over the cap that I don't know what choice you have. I mean, I guess you could double down again, but you're just extending this pain. Well, and the window's not now. Like you're not you're not trading for Aaron Rodgers or Russell Wilson because you can't afford it. Right. You literally can't do that. So right. you're going to be playing a rookie quarterback. You're not winning with a rookie quarterback in this league. Although Joe Burrow says, well, you can come close. But I don't I mean, you know, you just, it just the the other the other philosophy makes more sense. Whether it's Pickett or Corral or or Willis or whoever that you draft a quarterback at 18 and you trade some pieces or if there's not a quarterback in this draft that you love, you you draft another piece and you, like I said, you Andy Dalton it for a year. $74 million over the cap now. I mean, it's incredible. $74 million. They're the Atlanta Braves of the NFL. They will look back and they have a title. And by having one title, it justifies all of it. But I think they'll say, God, we should have had three. We should have three trophies in the. They had four straight years where they were either the best team or the second best team. Yeah, they should have three trophies in the. Where t- you're just going, hey, yeah, we're whatever. awesome guys. Like, that yeah, was we're, awesome. hey, we're we're gonna tear this down now, but you know, for the next two years, enjoy gonna, those rings. Yeah, yeah we're yeah. gonna bring everybody back on Sunday and go, hey, today we honor. Yeah, and everybody goes, yeah, this was awesome. Yeah, it takes a minute before people get impatient. Yeah, I mean. Cap number: Michael Thompson, twenty-four. Michael Thomas, twenty-four million. Cameron Jordan, twenty-one million. Armstead, thirteen million. Taysom Hill, nineteen million on the cap. Andrews Pete, twenty-four million. Ramchek, thirty-seven million on the cap. Mm. I mean, just number after number after number. Lattermore, forty million on the cap. Whew. I mean. You know, you okay? Yeah, definitely. You're cutting Will Lutz. That's four million. It's a kicker. Like, but I mean, you're just having a piece. I mean, unless you get rid of a couple big numbers. Again, I'm shopping. I'm calling the Chargers. You got to cut Taysom Hill. Yeah, absolutely. You cannot no, you keep a twenty him. million dollar cap hit right there. You cut him, and now you're fifty seven million over the cap or whatever. Boom. That's an easy decision to make. Yeah, a rookie comes in for four hundred thousand, and we yeah, call that's, that a day. That's, that's yeah. That's how you. Do you I mean, look again? The league is built to be able to get out of these situations quickly. I'm not saying trade everybody, but you could trade two or three guys. Mm-hmm. You call the Chargers, you call the Bengals, you call the Ravens. Hey, how'd y'all like not making the AFC title game? You didn't like it? What if you'd had? Yeah. yeah. Hey, sure. Bengals, we have a left tackle. You need one of those? Sure. Well, and if you're the Bengals, right, use them as an example like because they're probably going to lose Sunday. And they're going to get that taste of, well, we're a game away from the Super Bowl, and you are. But in that conference, there's no guarantee that you're getting back. What was the What's the, what's the problem for them? It's protecting Burrow. All right, well, hey, got a piece for you. Mm-hmm. Now, is that worth the first-round pick? Yes. It is. It's absolutely worth the first round. We're not getting anybody in the draft now that can protect Joe Burrow today the way that he can. Yeah, sure. So, yeah, we do it. And so you, 
and now you you took twenty something million dollars off your cap. Mm-hmm. You got a, a future one, probably a late one, but whatever. But whatever, you have another asset that you can work with. It's yeah. it's, it's it's the smart path. Now, the Saints have a kind of a up and down reputation for being smart. Sometimes they're really smart, and sometimes they're not. They're the Rams. The Saints and the Rams are the two yeah. that just they play a video game. We but just kind of go. They need they need the smart guy in the room that goes, "Hey, we really don't need to go buy the Mercedes right now. We need to make a payment." Yeah. yeah. Podcast brought to you in part by Community Mortgage, Oxford, Memphis, Soto County, and Chattanooga, one of the oldest mortgage companies in the southeast, and all underwriting and processing is done in Memphis. So you're getting local underwriting and understand your market. A leader in condo financing, the float down option, and more. You can find Jason at six six two two three four two two seven zero four. Or J-L-O-W-E at communitymtg.com. We're also brought to you by Grenada Nissan. If you're in the market for a Nissan vehicle, that is the place to go. It's GrenadaNissanUSA.com. Just off Interstate 55 in Grenada, Mississippi, they've got a complete selection of new and previously owned Nissan vehicles. Great lease deals as well at Grenada Nissan. Also brought to you by OPA, Oxford's newest restaurant on the historic square. They've got gyros, wraps, kebabs, fresh redfish, Lamb chops or more, handcrafted cocktails, frozen libations, an amazing candlelit patio, all of that at 306 South Lamar, just south of the Square Courthouse in Oxford. And brought to you by John Edwards, Regency Travel Incorporated in Memphis. If you're thinking about a summer vacation, I got asked about traveling in my mailbag. My, my answer was probably pretty boring, but it was an honest answer. Um if you're thinking about traveling a little more adventurous than I at this point, uh, get in touch with John. Just tell him some parameters and a budget. He'll give you options. And uh, know this, you don't have to live in or near Memphis to take advantage of his services. And he re- really will. He will put together itineraries for you that are as detailed as you want them to be. 901-494-3387 or Edwards at regencytravel.net. First-time clients can save $50 off their first booked trip. Just by telling John you heard about Regency Travel on the podcast. We're also brought to you by Pinnacle. It's home to the Pinnacle 401k Advisory Services Team, where you gain a valuable advisory team and time-saving resource that will help you develop and maintain a solid strategy for your retirement plan. Just get in touch with them, and they'll conduct a complimentary, no-obligation benchmarking and analysis of your current 401k plan. That's mypinwealth.com, my P-I-N-N-Wealth.com. And we're brought to you by the College Corner. It's one-stop Rebel Shop, two locations in the Jackson area. In Ridgeland, it's next to Fleet Feet. In Flowood, it's next to Half Shell. If you don't live in Jackson, just go to collegecornerstore.com. Plus, you can find them on Facebook and Instagram. They have the largest selection of Rebel gear in central Mississippi. Podcast also brought to you by Johnson Hill Creamery. That's johnsonhillcreamery.com. Right there on uh, White Oak Lane off Molly Bar in Oxford. And it is king cake season. You can pre-order those all the way through <clears throat> Sorry, March 1st for uh, that. That is uh, Fat Tuesday, so the last chance is at that point. But you can uh, stop in. You can see all the different sizes, all the different flavors. You can see those on their Instagram page as well, Johnson Hill Creamery on Instagram. Or give them a call, 662-419-9201. Or email cheese at johnstonhillcreamery.com while you're in looking at king cakes. Remember, they are your local cheese shop that makes all their cheeses in-house. Plenty of different options, really creative offerings, as well as their uh, add-on items. They have the spiced honey, the pepper jelly, several different dips, and more. So, again, johnstonhillcreamery.com, 662-419-9201.
one. Yeah, I did. I saw your travel answer. Um, I tell you one that I actually agreed with, and we've talked about this a little bit in specific shows. But you were asked, do you prefer seasons of TV to be dropped one episode per week or the whole season mm-hmm. dropping at one time? And I, I, I get the anticipation of the binge where, you know, I'm going to get the 10 episodes and I'll run through. And there was a time where I did that. But I have found myself self-regulating and not allowing that. And I, honestly, we talked about this with Breaking Bad because you and I had a completely different watching experience because of how slowly the change was. Over years, right. where it's you watch ten episodes and you wait a year and you watch ten, twelve, thirteen episodes and another year, two years, writers, you know, like it's on and on and on. Versus, you still see the change in a binge, but I mean, you're just hitting play over and over. I mean, next, 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 next. There's no no time to think about. Yeah, it. there's no think piece. There's yeah. no because I'll, I'll be honest. Like one of my favorite parts of Mad Men when I was really locked into that because I still think it's a top five series of all time is watching it on the week and then you would kind of like see what the review was on Sunday night, on Monday morning. And there was a podcast that would come out and analyze the episode. Okay. And I would, on like Monday or Tuesday, be really excited for my run because I got that podcast to then analyze the episode. Then you think about it. Then you go into the next one on the next Sunday. And it's a totally different viewing experience than just running three episodes. And I found even with Succession and different things that I could kind of, you know, even if you wait three weeks and then binge and collect them, Kind of just savoring them, kind of putting them to the side and going, I'll watch one, I'll watch another one later, I'll listen to a podcast, I'll I'll read a couple articles. Well, like with Ted Lasso this last season, it was kind of fun to know, okay, coming out on Friday. And then you sort of could plan your viewing of it, as opposed to if they were all 10 available to you, and you just had one day where you're like, okay, I'm just, and you can't stop, and you look up and you've watched them all, and now you're mad at yourself. Okay, that's really fair, Ginger. It says Marvel movies were over 11 years, and I binged them in a month. Okay, there's an exception, but there was a lot of movies. We had to get we had to we had to we had to get moving a little bit. We had to we had to get through them. So yeah, that is that's, that's a good point. I don't think there is think pieces a TV series though. I do think those. I think that those are a little different. Um, but I, I don't know. I, I really don't want to necessarily uh, binge shows right now. TV series. Got a little bit of a, yeah. I think. I'm also kind of finding myself having a hard time getting into TV series like like Ozark. I'm really interested, but I just haven't hit play. Like I just, yeah, I, I, I don't know. My mindset is not really there to do that for whatever reason right now. I don't really have time until late in the in the evening, and you're kind and of I, tired I, in the mental space. And I'm, and I'm not really wanting to watch something that's going to be deep or dark at that point. And frankly, in football season, it was not possible. And now it's it's not that we're like super busy, but you're kind of always working on it. So I end up at eight forty five at night. I'm I'm far more apt to watch Beat Bobby Flay than I am to go hit find something on Netflix. Because critical television, you don't want to have to think about it. Is that part of it? Like. Because a lot of these like shows we're talking about, like okay, you got to put some effort yeah. into it. Yeah, you got to be. It's not the office. It's okay. Right. Why is this person doing this, and how are we doing this? Because I think I'm just kind of checking out at that point, right? Just kind of winding down. I'm, I don't know that I'm in the mood to be all that dialed in. I watch a lot of Office reruns too. If it, I, Comedy Central plays a lot of Office and. 
And then you get on DirecTV, you get the alternate Comedy Central, so there's two different options for you. Two of those, it's an hour and you're done. Which is a waste of brain cells to keep watching something over and over and over when you could watch something else, but... I get it. No, no, no. There's a a certain... It's 9 o'clock on a Wednesday night. There's a certain endorphin push to doing that. Yeah, there's just... It's something you just know. Yeah. I, I know exactly what I'm getting. I don't have to... I don't have to be disappointed if it's bad. Just I'm gonna laugh here, and it's 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 a warm blanket. Yeah, okay. it's what it is. Yeah, it's just kind of it's, it's all good. Yeah, yeah. Just you can count on it. You know, that's the great thing about that show. It was it it was so it was just so well done that you can keep going back to it, which is probably the, the maybe the best testament to it. Yeah, I have not watched uh, Euphoria. Brain has not been one I've I've, I've picked out so far. Um, I haven't watched much TV at all, to be honest. Um, how often do you even turn your TV on? The actual TV? The actual television. How often during the course of the day, when you're by yourself, do you even turn the TV on? Um, It has to be if I am sitting down to watch a movie, and I'm like not just doing it on my computer while I'm doing the things, like really sitting down to watch a movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I will work with golf on in the background, mm-hmm. but I'm like it's just on. Sure, it's sure. kind of there. I'll glance up. Um. Not often at all. At night, sports. Yeah. But, I mean, I'll be honest. I was going to watch a TV show last night. I changed my mind and decided not to. But I was going to watch it on my computer. I was sitting there and turned, pulled it up on Disney Plus on my computer to watch it before I changed my mind. So, no, very, very rarely. Yeah. We just don't ever turn the TV on. I, I, I kind of forget to turn it on. It'll be 8, eight o'clock at night, and you're like, oh, man, I had not turned the TV on all day today. It's just like why? So why are we paying this much money for television? But um, but yeah, it, it doesn't. I don't. I don't watch. Like, I don't watch news. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't. I mean, people will make. Oh, I bet you watch whatever. I mean, man, I, I haven't watched anything like that in two years. I don't watch. I don't watch a lot of stuff. Like last night, I was going to watch some basketball, and I got busy, and ended up not. I saw scores. I was shocked to see Georgia beat Alabama, for example. Oh yeah. Saw the end of Missouri and Auburn because I, I saw that it was close. And when I say the end, I mean I saw like the last minute and twenty something seconds mm-hmm. of that game. I just it was a mailbag question about the NBA. I I used to turn the NBA on as background. Yeah, I, that was your golf. You just kinda had yeah, it. Yeah, and I, I don't really and... I don't really watch it anymore. They kinda I guess when they changed their rhythms because of the, the pandemic I found something else to fill those gaps. Now I watched a lot more NFL this year than I have in previous years. Like multiple teams. Watch the Chargers a lot. I watch the Bengals a lot. I watch the Bears. I would watch the, kind of the games of the week. I watched the Manning cast on Monday night. That gave me more. Normally, sure. normally, I normally I didn't watch Monday night football, and this year that made you watch on the Manning cast things. Yeah, I watched it. It was kind of because it didn't feel like you were just glued into watching. Chargers Ravens or something you were kind of you're watching this yeah you're watching a show second screens are hard we know because we try to get people to do them it's one of the it's one of the most well done second screens I mean that's it's yeah the, it becomes your primary screen yeah in a lot of ways sure so no I get it from that standpoint I mean 100 um 
Yeah, you mentioned it a couple different uh, things last night uh, that were pretty interesting. Georgia knocking off Alabama 82-76 there in, uh, in in Athens last night. Big loss Something's wrong with Alabama. Like, Big loss. You look around who they've lost to at this point, Georgia and Missouri. Yeah, and now they got Baylor, Kentucky, and and Auburn in That's some right. order back to back to back. I might I might have the order yeah, wrong. Yeah. It is Baylor on Saturday, I know, but yeah. and then it takes overtime for Kentucky to knock off Mississippi State last night. Oh, did um, State come back and send that game to overtime? Yeah, they outscored the Cats forty eight thirty five in the second oh, half. Wow. Forced overtime because um, I saw a score and Kentucky was up. 14, 15 points, and I thought, well. Yeah, it started turning when it got to 14. Gets back down to nine or eight pretty quickly. Um, Cats got in some foul trouble in the backcourt, and then Kentucky did outscore them 10 to two in the overtime oh. period. But, um, yeah, State, State outscored them by 13 in the second half to tie it. That'll be a missed opportunity that potentially haunts them. And then Missouri just falling all over themselves to lose a basketball game at the end last night. Yeah. Uh, Auburn winning 55-54 in Como. Um First time I've ever heard a crowd chant overrated to a game they lost last night. Um, <laughs> yeah. Missouri was doing that. Um, well, Jabari Smith was apparently awful last night. Oh, really? Yeah. So I did not hopefully watch Hopefully that means if the Thunder don't get the first round, the first pick, whoever is just watches the Missouri game and they don't. Jabari do Smith played 33 minutes and was 2 of 15 from the field, 1 of 7 from 3, and scored 5 points. Yeah. So hopefully if, like, the scouting director of the Magic or somebody goes, yeah, or the Rockets, yeah. whatever. They're like, you know, we watch that Missouri game and we'll pass. And there was interesting. Wasn't there another? No, I guess those were the games yesterday. It was three. Yeah. What are the games tonight? I know Arkansas's at Ole Miss. Tonight we have Arkansas at Ole Miss, six o'clock at the Pavilion. Arkansas favored by five in that one. The over under is one thirty nine. For, uh, for Boy, it feels like a big number. It's a big over-under. Yeah, 70 there. Um, Texas A&M's at LSU. Is uh, that tonight? That is correct. That's 8 o'clock tonight on SEC Network. Um, LSU minus 9.5 against the Aggies at home tonight. And uh, and that one, Mike White and the Gators are at Tennessee tonight, 5 o'clock for that one. Oh. Tennessee favored by 9.5 over Florida in, uh, in that game. That's a big line. 132.5 is the over-under there. So a low-scoring, big – Big line. And then the game that no one will watch tonight is in Columbia, South Carolina. The Commodores are visiting the Gamecocks tonight at 6 o'clock on ESPNU. Mm. So that is your slate of SEC basketball. In that one. I do think Jerry Stackhouse has taken the heat off of his seat this season. That's what I was told. Oh, really? Yeah. That Coming into the year, he was in some trouble. But right now, the sense is that he's okay. Well, that's interesting. Sense is that Frank Martin's probably out. At uh, South Carolina, that job's going to open up. I think Conzo is almost certainly out at Missouri. That job's going to open up. Um, there's some some Ben Howland retirement rumblings out there as well. Oh. Yeah, that he might just walk away. So it could be an interesting carousel. Yeah, it's got a chance to be. And then the Louisville deal, that that's – See where the guy floated Bruce Pearl's name as wanting that gig yesterday? Yeah. Now, it was interesting. That floated on about the same day that Auburn was like, you know, that facility you've been wanting us to build, we're going to build it. And pronto. We'll look at these a little more tomorrow because, frankly, we'll need more stuff. But Saturday, the SEC Big 12 Challenge has mentioned Ole Miss and Kansas State. Um, 
some pretty good games. Uh, although I, I wish we could redo some matchups. Like I feel like what we thought were the teams that should be playing each other a few months ago was not necessarily the way it's worked out for either one or the other side at this point. Kentucky playing Kansas, obviously. <clears throat> State and Texas Tech is an interesting game on Saturday. Oh, that is. Um, Tennessee's playing Texas. Okay. Um, Florida, Oklahoma State, Baylor, Alabama. Wish Bama was playing a little better for that one yeah, right now. They you probably would, wish they had Baylor Auburn. That would be a because because Auburn gets Oklahoma, who's twelve and seven, and has kind of struggled at times. So yeah, Moser's done a good job though. Oklahoma, that's for them. Where's that game? Is it at Auburn? It is in Auburn. Boy, it's an opportunity for Oklahoma because they're kind of bubbly. LSU at TCU, Missouri at Iowa State, West Virginia at Arkansas is a good mid-level game on Saturday. Oh, yeah. Just an interesting yeah. kind of turn it on, see what happens. One o'clock game there for uh, for that one. And then Georgia, Vanderbilt, and South Carolina A&M are the teams that did not get into the SEC Big Ten Challenge. Um, and uh, those teams get American games to get a non-conference matchup. So they'll play somebody from the American at some point. Because Ole Miss did that when they played Wichita State. That was one of those. Yeah. Those games happened. Yeah. How could we possibly forget what a moment that was? It's a big day. It's a big day. Well, they blew an opportunity. It's kind of what we talked about, though, with Ole Miss. You know, they blew an opportunity at Wichita. They bled for, like, the whole game and lost it late. You don't remember that? I don't. You don't? I don't. Sorry. That's okay. Podcast brought to you in part by Northeast Spark, N-E-S-P-A-R-C. Two packages, the Ignite, the 100 Mbps, or the Blaze, the one gig that powers the Clark Ford Studio. Your hometown team bringing you world-class broadband. That's nespark.com, 662-238-3159. Phone service available, phone controls, network security, a wireless mesh extender if you need that, and much more. So get the best internet around. You can do that with 662-238-3159 or nespark.com. Uh, we're brought to you by Comer Heating and Air, Southern Air Conditioning and Heating. Different names, same great products, same people, same services. If you live in Oxford, Tupelo, or the surrounding area, call Comer, 662-801-1777. If you live in Hernando, Memphis, or the surrounding area, call Southern, 662-429-4429. Lamons Fine Jewelry is at 1126 North Lamar Boulevard in Oxford. They've been serving the Oxford area. For uh, almost 75 years. Valentine's Day right around the corner. So if you are in the uh, market for that, you need to head to Lamons. They've got engagement ri- engagement rings, I should say. Wedding rings, fine jewelry, watches, pearls, fashion jewelry, children's jewelry, collectibles, and more. Lamons is the gold standard in fine jewelry. Visit them at 662-234-2777 or LamonsFineJewelry.com. We're also brought to you by ACS. Uh, brought based in Baldwin, Mississippi, uh, ACS is a complete electrical control systems solution provider and a Rockwell Automation recognized system integrator. ACS has a full-time dedicated emergency service and troubleshooting staff and a UL508A panel shop. They can custom tailor software packages, custom design electrical control panel solutions, and so much more. If you want to learn more about ACS, go to acsllcms.com or call 662-601-4381. Game Changer patches are the only two-patch system available in the market to stop hangovers before they start. The warm-up patch is used before or while you drink. The overtime patch is used after you've been drinking to recover while you sleep. The all-natural ingredients will keep you in the game, ready for the next play. GameChangerPatch.com 
promo code REBELGROVE20 at checkout for 20% off your purchase. Uh, use the promo code REBELGROVE at uh, deadsoxy.com. Get 25% off your entire order of the best socks you'll ever put on your feet. Also brought to you by Brothrow, so social sports betting network, free to use. It's a cool, fun way to bet. No third party, no juice. Over time, that's going to save you money. You can start your own group, make friends, invite your friends. Payment happens within 24 hours of the conclusion of your bet. You can take the other side of an existing bet, start a new bet, and more at brothrow.com. And don't forget, the Oxford Park Commission has started registration for both youth baseball and softball for the 2022 spring season. Leagues are open for ages 5 to 17 in baseball, 5 to 12 in softball. The cost per participant is $50. Uh, The season begins on Monday, April the 25th. All games played at beautiful M-Trade Park. Go to OxfordParkCommission.com before February the 20th to sign up. Many of you guys have used primeshrimp.com already. Be able to get restaurant-quality shrimp right there to your door. It ships in just a couple days. And it's a risk-free purchase because you always get money-back guarantee if you don't love it. MPW is the code to get $20 off your first order if you're not taking advantage of that. You've got the signature seasoning. You've got the French Quarter Alfredo. And you have more coming as well from a uh, from a flavor standpoint. So take advantage of it. You just pop it right there out of the freezer. Put it in boiling water, ready in less than 10 minutes on your plate. Depending on what you want to mix it with some pasta, salads, or many other ways to uh, to try it out. So, again, primeshrimp.com. That is $20 off your first order with code MPW. Uh, you going to the game tonight? No, I don't think so. Okay. Think going you going to the game tonight? I am. Yeah. Uh, I have a press pass. I'm going to go write about it. What's the matchup for the Rebels tonight? I have not watched uh, Arkansas for literally a second this season. Two teams that don't have a ton of depth. Um, Arkansas likes to play a lot of faster pace than Ole Miss does. Um, Not letting them dictate tempo is probably a a focus if you're Kermit. Also, you probably don't want to get into an up-and-down game when it's two teams that aren't particularly deep and you're the team that played on Monday night and they didn't. Sure. Um, That's about it. Uh, I can't think of the kid's name, um, the sophomore from Fort Smith. He's at number 10, I think. He's a he's a big with some real skill. They you you got to you got to put a body on him. You have to know where he is. He can beat you in a number of different ways and you know, if you're Arkansas, like any team right now, you're you're trying to get Brooks in foul trouble. You you want Brooks on the bench because Ole Miss without Brooks, Brooks doesn't have that defensive anchor that he provides. I can't think of that kid's name. It, I, I, I can't think of it. <laughs> Good player. Who is it? Uh, he's a sophomore from Fort Smith. He was a freshman who played a lot on their Elite Eight team a year ago. And now they've they've asked him to take a bigger role. And earlier in the season, he did not acclimate well to that. And here lately, he has. He was very, very good against A&M the other night. Number 10 is Jalen Williams. That's him. You know, Williams is such a hard name to remember. Good player. Sophomore. Made some strides. They've done a good job with him um, this season. Their guard play is nowhere near as good as it was a year ago. And there's no Moses Moody on this team. There's no, there's nobody who can 
just go get you a bucket the way that he could. So they've they've fallen off, but they've they started the league 0 and three, I think, and they've won four in a row. Um, not particularly impressive. They did go to LSU and win, mm-hmm. which was a good win for them, and they beat A and M on Saturday night in overtime. So. They're playing better. They're playing with some confidence. It's a big opportunity for them, obviously. A big game. Not an opportunity. Again, they just have to win. Otherwise, you take the 10-point fall that Florida took the other day in, in the net. But, you know, they've got I – don't, I don't have their schedule in front of me. Like, yes, I think you said they had West Virginia. They do, yeah. This week, they, you know, they have a chance to kind of stack some wins, build some confidence. And he's trying – he being Musselman is very clearly trying to build some depth and struggling in that regard. They just don't have a lot of guys they can count on. Uh, as expected yesterday, uh, David Ortiz was the one player elected into the Baseball Hall of Fame. He ended up at 77.9%, becoming the 58th player elected in his first year of eligibility at 46. Also the youngest of the 75 living members of the uh, the Hall of Fame. Oh. Um, yeah, just a little fun fact there. I was looking for the percentages of anybody else. and uh, So what did you think about the way the Giants – I was kind of impressed with the way the Giants handled the Barry Bonds thing. The Giants very clearly said, hey, we we full-throatedly support Barry Bonds. He's our guy. I think it's the right way to do it. Good with that. Um, yeah, I have no issue with that at all. I, I think that's the move. So I was having this debate with a couple of Cubs fans that I'm friends with. Okay. The, Sammy Sosa's never getting in the Hall of Fame. No. Nor does he deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. But – Sammy Sosa did a lot of really good things for the Cubs organization. Provided a lot of people like me with a lot of pleasant memories. I mean, you can go down the YouTube rabbit hole and find a lot of Sammy Sosa moments that are cool. And the Cubs have kind of disowned him because of the steroid thing. And I'm of the opinion that, I don't know, maybe this is me getting older and life is short. But, like, it would mean something to me for the Cubs to bring Sammy Sosa back and have him walk out and take the first pitch. And their whole, well, he has to admit to using steroids first. Why? Everyone knows he used steroids. Do you really need him to say it out loud? I mean, does that really – what the difference does it So make? then you can decide what you're going to do from a morality standpoint? Like, what's the – Yeah, well, what difference does it make? I know he used steroids. So did Mark McGuire. So did a bunch of people. Yet that 2003 season was a lot of fun when he hit 66 home runs and, you know, handled. I mean, he hit 66 home runs, won the MVP, and didn't get the attention because Mm -hmm. McGuire hit 70. And he handled that pretty well. They went to the playoffs. He hit that huge game one NLCS home run against the Marlins that tied the game that they eventually lost. But that was like a really cool moment. I remember that being electric. I don't know. He just he did a lot of neat things. He did and he did some stupid things like a lot of people. But he had an era there. I'm not talking about Cooperstown. I'm talking about bring him back to Wrigley Field. Let him throw out the first pitch, put his jersey on, let him have an ovation. Let him have a moment. I, I don't trust baseball to do anything correctly as far as the MLB, but I found this tweet interesting and the the last part of it I have some issues with, but the overall sense here, I, I kind of get a little bit. Patrick Ebert, who's a college baseball writer, but he says, I agree that players like Bonds and Clemens are no-brainers for the Hall of Fame. 
But MLB needs to take leadership and provide their stance or a statement on the steroid era and its players. Too many voters playing the role of character police, and it's not necessarily their fault. It is their fault, but I do I, I do get the point of if baseball would just go, hey, look, blah, we would kind of end this. Yeah, this happened. It would become more about the individual boats going agore or against that instead of just this weird thing we're doing right now. I mean, look, I hate some of the voting. I mean, the, the well, we can't vote for Barry Bonds because he used steroids. Okay, why can't you vote for Kurt Schilling? Because he's a bad guy? Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, show me where in the book it says that. Are all these guys in the Hall of Fame good guys? Yeah, it's not the Hall of Good Guy fame. What is what is the deal? So what what becomes the what becomes the criteria? Mm-hmm. I mean, somebody got divorced, so you gotta throw them out? What, what, what how does it work? I kind of wish baseball would chill a little bit with that. Yeah. But listen, they they're, they announced yesterday that the players who aren't on the 40-man rosters can and are expected to report to spring training in a few weeks. This is a sport that is more than willing at this point to lose regular season games over this labor dispute. Yeah. And they've made some strides. Players gave a concession. But they're a managerial nightmare. The owners gave a little concession. Sure. But not much. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, if you're betting money today, you're betting that there's no regular start to the season. Mm-hmm. And I know the sport makes money, and I know it does really well at the local level, right? The people in the Atlanta area watch the Braves. It's a regional sport. The people in the Milwaukee area watch the Brewers. But the sport doesn't resonate nationally in a way that it once did. Mm-mm. Can you really afford another work stoppage? Well, the answer is no. Whatever it means, no. Don't you have to no. get at the table? And I mean, we, we do the hand raised guy joke all the time, but doesn't somebody go, hey, hey, fellas, we've got to work this out? And sooner rather than later, we need to get back to headlines of, hey, where's Carlos Correa going? Is he going to the Yankees? Is he going to the White Sox? Where's he going? We need to get back to those headlines, like soon. And they just can't get there. They're their own worst enemy, and there's this assumption, and maybe it's true, Chase, that it doesn't matter. We're making money hand over fist. People are going to come to our games. People are going to pay for these regional television deals. We're going to make a ton of money. Everybody in Missouri is going to watch the Cardinals. It's all good. And and, and they're probably right. But there would be a tendency if I were in that room to go, what if we're not? What if we're not right? Can we just have that conversation for just 20 minutes here? Oh, sure. What if we're not right, guys? What if the guy that's been coming to Cardinal games his whole life goes, nope, that's it, final straw? What if he doesn't sign up for the streaming service? What if he doesn't bring his kids to the games anymore? What if he says, oh, to hell with it, Molina's retiring in a year anyway, I'm out? Do we really want to take that chance? That's the question I have for baseball. It's just like, because there's this, there's this arrogance on the part of the owners that, well, the players will fold. Because they probably will fold. But what if they don't? 
What if they don't fold? Can you go into June or July without playing? You lose another huge percentage. You use any young people that you still had. No, it's a death nail for That's what I think too. a while. So you, you look at the headlines and you like, I realize this is negotiation and everyone's playing chicken right now. But but somebody needs to wise up and go, hey, why don't we do something different? Why don't we try to come to an amicable amicable resolution right now, announce it, and get back to, hey, let's have some, like a late winter meetings or something. Let's do some things that create positive headlines for a sport that – I mean, look at the – what were the NFL ratings, by the way? Do you even know? I can buy it for tomorrow. I don't know. Yeah. My head. I mean, do you – there's only so many – we talked about this. There's only so many hours in the day. Mm-hmm. There's only so many time things you can spend. I'm going to guess that the NFL right now is financially pretty healthy. People are watching the games. No matter where they're on. No matter who's playing. The NFL has hit that point where the NBA got to during its heyday where it didn't matter who played. It just didn't matter whether it was a team in the finals was from Oklahoma City or New York. It didn't matter. Baseball's, I mean, football's that way. Mm-hmm. The Bengals aren't a major market. Nobody cares. The Chiefs aren't a major market. Nobody cares. The Saints, we talked about them. They're not, that's not a major market. Nobody ever cared. If a team happens to win from L.A., awesome. New York, great. Is it necessary? Nope. Not even a little bit. Well, if you're baseball, you're not, you're not in that boat right now. You don't resonate nationally. Mm-hmm. And another work stoppage just pushes that further and further back. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows who Justin Herbert is. Quick name of Padre. I mean, bad team to give Tatis Jr. But yeah, yeah. I mean, I get your but point. nationally, yeah. yeah. go to random high school in America. Mm-hmm. You know, the people that you're going to be trying to get their money in 10 years? Yeah. Hey, tell me NFL quarterbacks, go. They'll name 20 of them. All right, now name twenty major league players any position. Be a challenge. Be a real big challenge. When I was that age, oh, not a problem. We roll through rosters. Yeah, yeah, me too. Hey, name twenty NBA players. Okay, cool. No problem. LeBron. They know their nicknames. LeBron, KD, Steph. It's baseball's problem. That's a real problem. It's not a regional money problem, but it's a real problem. And you can't just add on another. Hey, maybe we won't play in twenty twenty two. Mm-hmm. All right, we'll look at ratings tomorrow. I'm sure something will happen today, or if not, we'll continue to talk about nothing happening because we've gotten pretty good at that. So, uh, basketball tonight, <laughs> Ole Miss and Arkansas, six o'clock from the Pavilion. It's great training for day. the summer, right? Oh Jesus! Now do movie review. I don't know. God knows what we're doing. We'll be reviewing albums or something during the summer. Um. Anyway, Pavilion, six o'clock, Ole Miss and Arkansas. Hope all of you have a wonderful day, and we'll talk to you again.